Jeff, why don't you give me a hooper beat or something? Something I can go to the park to. WSJU Radio, Mad Max is on in here in the 9 o'clock hour, Monday night here. Queens, you know what it is when you hear it. So just a little recap of the disasters that went on last night and yesterday in the first games of the NFL season for both New York teams. I mean, the New York Jets just look brutal out there against the Buffalo Bills in which they had a 16 to nothing lead and they blew it in the fourth quarter. Buffalo Bills had 14 unanswered points in that fourth quarter as well. But 
every year I just think, is it ever just going to get better at some point? I get tired of it, you know, going on and on and on every year of just hopelessness as fans. I mean, they bring in C.J. Mosley. They bring in Le'Veon Bell. Jameson Crowder who looked like a gem out there. And Le'Veon Bell, if they did not have him in this game yesterday, they're getting blown out. That one touchdown that Sam Darnold threw to him, that two-point conversion, I mean, what a play that was. That was really beautiful. And that was basically the highlight of the offense of the game. The defense put up the eight points with the safety and C.J. Mosley's pick six with the deflection off of Cole Beasley. But the game really wasn't entertaining. It just really wasn't. It was boring. And you just think as a Jets fan, when does the suffering end? Because Jet fans have coined that term with their own franchise name. Just end the season or just endure the suffering. That's all for now. And I don't know what the Jet fans out there think about Adam Gaze, but a lot of fans weren't too high on them. A lot of them wanted Mike McCarthy, and we ended up with Adam Gaze. And we all know how he did in Miami, not too well, but we're going to have to see what happens here. And if it's going to be the same as yesterday's game, we can't expect much, but we won't be making the playoffs again. And I'm not happy because I'm tired of not seeing them make the playoffs sick of it you know years and years go by my high school career is done now I didn't get to see them make the playoffs once in high school that's years gone by almost did my junior year but you know Fitzpatrick you know did his best at choking in which he blew the Miami game he oh he got destroyed yesterday in the Miami game let me tell you that you probably saw that already but even the Dolphin players I was reading on Twitter were saying that, well, Bleacher Report News and other sources around the league were saying that Dolphins players requested a trade after that game. And can you really blame them? I mean, they're just tanking at this point. They get rid of Kenny Stills and Tunsil, possibly their best players on the roster, and they're just left with nothing. So now tanking for the number one pick. But there's just no hope for the New York Jets at this moment. I mean, it's the first game. I don't like what I see. Darnold was just atrocious yesterday, but that line was the biggest issue. They couldn't have any opening spots for Le'Veon Bell. Darnold didn't have any time. As soon as he got the ball from the snap, he had to get rid of it. And even when he did have time yesterday, the receivers weren't getting open. I mean, they have a stud wide receiver that goes by the name of Robbie Anderson. He, I think he was targeted maybe like three or four times yesterday. Two big throws down the field in which Darnold missed. And then the, I believe it was a short route to the sidelines for Robbie Anderson that was just a short play. You know, I, they could have used him so much more than they did yesterday. And I was disappointed by that. But like I said, Le'Veon Bell not in this game is its just a disappointment. You know? Le'Veon Bell is the reason why they were up 16 to nothing. And then they just blow it. C.J. Mosley comes out of the game with the groin injury, and all of a sudden the defense... It's just not the same. And the cornerback situation, if you know, if you're a huge Jet fan out there, you know that this was going to be an issue since the beginning of free agency. And I know we got rid of Morris Claiborne. We didn't bring him back. And we sure as now hell need him now. They can take anyone out there. But he's on the Chiefs now, so we can't really do too much about that. Tremaine Johnson, as we all know, has just been abysmal since we got him. We thought he was going to be this great addition to the team, to the cornerbacks. He's going to be our number one quarterback, bringing him in. He was this big, you know, star on the Rams, and he came to the Jets, and just nothing happened. 
injuries, getting burned left and right. And yesterday, I mean, he had a few nice tackles, but, I mean, that's what you're getting paid to do. So let's see what kind of game plan, game plan Adam Gaze puts together next week. We got a Monday nighter next week against the Cleveland Browns. In MetLife, by the way. But we'll see. I mean, the Browns had a disastrous loss yesterday against the Titans, 43-13. to And they were written to go to the Super Bowl. And look at that. They're already starting out 0-1. You know, Odell Beckham all offseason talking junk about how, he's, how the Giants made a mistake. And you know what? I don't think they made a mistake in getting rid of him. I think they have a solid lineup. You know, in the offense, I mean, the defense just looked abysmal out there against the Cowboys. We'll get into that later in this hour as I just cover Jets football for all the Jet fans as well as I'm a Jets fan. You've been listening to the show for a long time. And, yeah, we just got to see what we put together for the game plan this upcoming Monday night against Baker Mayfield and the Browns. You know, there was a ton of penalties in the game for the Browns yesterday as well. Baker Mayfield had the three interceptions and the one touchdown yesterday. And the whole dancing thing going on the sidelines when you saw the replays on the NFL channel. And it's like they didn't live up to that hype in the first game. So they got a lot of work to do. But it couldn't give them that edge against the Jets. And I said this to when me and my partner, Tony Paventa, were doing the game-by-game prediction for the Jets. It wasn't that high uh, of a season for us, in which we were disappointed because as Jet fans, we expected the team to be even better than they were. And you know what? They just look the same. And I tweeted that out on Twitter yesterday. Same old Jets. It really is. It doesn't get any better. It's the same thing, you know, last year when the offense was up, the defense just blew the game in the fourth quarter at the last minute at times, you know. Multiple games. Even the year with Josh McCown as the quarterback, the year before last. I could think of that Miami game in which I think we were up 21 nothing, I believe. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Dolphins just came back. Moore was the backup quarterback at that point, came in the game and brought the Dolphins back to a fourth-quarter victory. But it's the same garbage that we've been getting for the past years and many years, Many, if you want to even go back to the 90s and 80s for the old avid Jets fans out there who take it back and go over the games. But this loss was just one of the worst I've ever seen because we are playing the Bills, and they did commit four turnovers yesterday. Josh Allen was just brutal yesterday, and he really could have actually thrown seven. He could have threw – well, they would have committed seven turnovers, my mistake there, in which Marcus May dropped one of them, and then – the one that was overturned when they overturned the play for them in which Mark, in which Marcus May made the interception. So, actually it would have been six altogether, I believe. But they had a ton of opportunities to turn this game around. You know, Steve McClendon forces that fumble. First drive of the game, they do nothing with it. They go three and out. And I was saying that when I was watching it at home on the big screen. Three and out. Here we go already. Three and out. This looks the same. And the conservative play by Adam Gaze. And this was brought up when he was with Miami. He was very conservative with his play. How about throwing down the field? You got Robbie Anderson and Quincy Inunua. I mean, can he stay healthy at all? Can he be productive on this football field? I'm getting tired of him. Quick. I like him as a player. I do when he's healthy, but I'm getting sick of the nonsense. And he didn't even look hurt yesterday. I mean, he was walking on the field. He looked fine. They brought him out. And 
then all of a sudden he's back in the game. I, I just don't understand Quincy Inunua at this point, but we're going to have to see here what happens in the next week. But this was definitely a terrible loss for them, for the Jets. Not a great way to open the season. One of the most brutal losses in opening day, as I can remember. Because you just can't blow a lead like that, especially in a game you need. And the kicker was just, they got to find a new one. And they should have addressed this at the start of free agency by re-signing Jason Myers. You know, there's the cheapness, cheapness of the Johnsons. Oh, we can just find another kicker. You can't. You had a Pro Bowl kicker in your hands and you just let him go. Now look what happened. The fans are just in, just outraged about it. The guy couldn't even make a PAT yesterday. Missed two field goals. Or he missed a field goal and a PAT. And we would have been up by four points. This could have impacted the game's final outcome because we would have won by four points. You know? So that hurts, but... I'm not going to put it all on the kicker. It's just so much more on the kicker. The offensive line, the offensive play. Darnold wasn't at his best yesterday, which disappointed me. And I don't want to, you know, stir up something here in which draw a comparison to his quarterback, Geno Smith, because I said the same thing. Geno Smith here, when he went 8-8, eight and eight, I said this kid could be a rising star for the Jets. And his second year, he was just abysmal. And I was just... Uh, that's just history in which Jet fans wish they just don't remember, but we'll, for, we'll always remember. Sam Darnold, this is his second year. He has to break the ice. No rookie wall. So, in the meantime, we will continue to be discussing Jet football. If you have any call-in, 718-993-758. Is the call-in number to WSJU Radio. If you want to talk with Mad Max, myself, or any music requests. But until then, we're just going to give a more recap of the game yesterday. You know, Le'Veon Bell looked great his first game back in over 600 games. He looked very impressive, and I'm glad to have him a part of this football team. And I made an emotional post when we did bring him in here because it was such a big deal. We never get that star player. You know, Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, they were all at the end of their careers when we got them. Wasn't as stoked. I mean, I was happy, but I wasn't as stoked as getting Le'Veon Bell because Le'Veon Bell is a gem. Considered to be the best running back in the league. But they got to use him right, and they got the offensive line's got to open up the holes for him. They do because he can be very explosive out of the backfield. And yesterday he did a great job, but he could have did a lot more if that offensive line was working well together. And I get that they didn't play together throughout preseason and they're just getting acclimated now, but, you know, this is football. This is the pros. Let's get to it, you know. Ty Montgomery, I think they could have used him more yesterday. And Jamison Crowder looked like a beast out there with 99 yards and and 14 catches. And he was really a sneaky pickup for the Jets as they use him for slot and speed. Robbie Anderson, only 23 yards yesterday. You know, they could have used him a lot more. He's supposed to be a deep threat, one of the fastest receivers in the league. And I want to see him use more next week. And I'm afraid what that Cleveland Browns offense is going to do to the defense this upcoming Monday night with Odell Beckham, David Njoku, and Jarvis Landry. It's a powerful offense. And when you don't have competent corners, that's an issue. Especially Tremaine Johnson, who just gets burned left and right. They got to do something about that. And they got to figure it out quick because, you know, like I said, me and my co-host of the Conspiracies, Crimes, and Curses podcast, we used to talk sports on this show as well, for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. We did the game-by-game -game prediction, and we're started out at 0-5.
So we'll see what goes on from there. We can only hope for C.J. Mosley to come back quick from the groin injury because, I mean, he was all over the place yesterday with the the interception, the, the pickup, and then the, that broken up pass in the end zone was just amazing. And then as soon as he's out of the game, the defense just looks like a totally different defense. It looks like some like an amateur defense. But like I said, they gotta straighten up a lot of things up this upcoming week at Jets Camp. And when we come back on air here, we will be recapping the blowout loss of the New York Giants against the Dallas Cowboys. So, this is WSJU Radio with DJ Mad Max. Call in number 718-990-3758. Want to talk sports. We've got the Jets football, Giants football, upcoming game predictions, and much more here only on WSJU Radio the voice. Yo, my murderous rap, verbal attack is actual fact. Tactical tracks match perfectly with graphical stash. Half of you lack the magical gap of tragical rap that tackles you back and shackles and laughs. That's the mathematical madness I'm on. The sadness, the strong, the marriage and bond of havoc and song. It's massacre on as if Picasso lays you. Lots of hateful skeletons locked in the closet of my castle. The grace call the castle. The grace school. That's why I have to debate you. My raps are like cable slashing your face. You. That's how I master the grace. You. I'm battling hate. So if he passes through my label, I'm snatching his halo. God, I trade you this summer, father, back is an angel, language is fatal and it's hypnotizing, I'm only emphasizing, I'm still all about business and enterprising, I'm super lyrical, with brain booster chemicals, I choose the tentacles inside of my mental projectable, lyrically, I'm supposed to Nemesis, spill was the punisher, that's my accomplice. Stressing to MCs, how they don't really want this. Electrifying shit, his excellency thoughts fit. These cats, they sentimental, such with a gentle touch. Dancing, double dutching, all saying nothing much. My sound wave lifting your chin up, like uppercuts, newfound ways of ripping shit up. I develop your spark, chest well up, still your miniature to me. Naturally, I bring the extremity, musically intense, with the globe in suspense. Contemplating where the world travel up and sense. The roots bless you with a strong record, long like an epic. Immerse you in some old next shit, ill poetic. Thought from Miladel, something like nothing else. My talk stomp like elephants upon every elf core. The streets most with heat toast and keep close more fillies than beat rolls. These toast niggas gotta lift your mentals. Lyrics to twist your temples into pretzels like the triumph. My instrumentals, the Renaissance, no resemblance to nothing you come across. Lyrical Holocaust, the crowd please the MCs, freeze the cat seizure. The praise the Lord of rap thesis. True believers, just call me baby Jesus. Cause lady niggas be praising me just for the way you blaze to be crazily taped to see the lasery. It pays to be amazingly flavory. Gaze into my rhymes to basically hypnotize you occasionally. Okay. As I focus on my next opus, the way it's all fucked up and MCs is hopeless. I leave your head racked as I have racked sculptures. My thoughts just a fortress approach this promotion of closeness.
shit where your food at I be driving them new tracks Coming through in the cool black If they shoot, we gon' shoot back Big body, pulling up or hop out of truck with it For anyone that still the blueprint I wish you good luck with it They was trying to knock my hustle Now they fuck with it That's one down, a couple to go It's checked off the bucket list Any in my cup By the rolling of a blunt Got a rollie in the stash Where the rollie when I want Niggas know me, I don't front Put it on me, I'm a stun It's been a minute since we did it We the illest, ain't no comp Fame and above all the status Shit, this type of lifestyle will fuck up your marriage Shit, brush off my shoulders We fucking established They can't believe I pulled it off Like I'm fucking with magic Shit, all black Same thing as the V You want smoke, I deliver it free Nobody do it like we Jump in the foreign I be slumped in my seat Stop in the mall and buy a bunch of new feet Don't give a fuck what you preach These suckers talking Ain't got nothing to teach They waiting on me to put up the release We bout to fuck up the streets Tricks up my sleeve Got a bunch of new treats It takes levels Taking over the airwaves on WSJU Radio, St. John's University, Queens, New York, 718-990-3758 is the call-in number. And we actually have a special caller here on the phone lines right now, and it goes by the name of Christian Conti. How you doing, Conti? Hey, what's up, man? Oh, man, not much, bro. And I appreciate you calling in. You know, we go way back to high school, and I was like, you know what? I might reach out to Conti to talk about the Giants football. But how you been? How's things down in Texas? 
or came back for like three weeks, spent the, uh, the summer up in uh, Connecticut. But uh, everything else is good. It's hot down here, but football started, so. Yeah. Started. How about how about those Giants, man? Yeah, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting times for uh, you know, even both New York teams, I feel like, especially after stuff that happened Sunday. Oh, man, the Jets game was – oh, that was brutal too. Yeah, I know. That game was dreadful. I, I, I know you – I heard some, like, Adam and Anthony, they're the other Jets fans I know. And I, I, I just couldn't believe when I was – because I stopped watching the game and it was, like, 16 nothing because I thought it was over. But, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and we no one ever thought that the Bills would come back that game. I mean, Darnold yeah. looked, looked, didn't look so good yesterday. The line just fell apart. And it's basically what I was talking about before I recap, like, the first 20 minutes of the 9 o'clock hour. And the Jets just blew the game. The defense just lost the momentum after C.J. Mosley went out. But I don't know. I don't think they're going to take down the Browns next week because they're going to have chips off their shoulders after that loss to the Titans. Yeah, yeah, it'll be tough, definitely. Oh, my goodness. But did you go to the game in Texas yesterday in Dallas? Uh, I was going to originally, but I went to a, a, a Giants preseason game like before I left, so I figured I was like, nah, because Dallas is still like three hours away, but even though, I guess luckily that I didn't go, considering what happened. Oh, yeah, and then they just, they just fell apart. I mean, I think Eli Manning still has it. Saquon Barkley is just a freak of nature for the Giants team. But the defense yesterday was just abysmal, just getting yeah, killed. Eli Manning definitely, like, there's there's pieces there. The problem is the Giants are in, like, a very tough situation right now because there's a lot of young players and mm. then a lot of old players, but it's not, like, the good mix because our old players aren't very good. Like, Antoine Bethea at safety, I don't think he's very good. Eli, for what it's worth, he played well yesterday. But the Giants don't really have a future or a present right now, so besides Saquon Barkley, so mm. uh, pretty hard. How, how do you feel about Daniel fan. Jones? I know that wasn't a fan favorite when he was drafted. Yeah, I I definitely was not a fan of Daniel Jones when he first got drafted, and even still after the preseason, it's like even though it's uh you know it's still competition, I don't really hold preseason and uh. Like too high regard, so I'm not really, you know, too hyped on Daniel Jones like everybody else is. Like everybody wants Daniel Jones to play now, and everybody thinks he's gonna. It's like a Patrick Mahomes situation where as soon as he gets in, he's gonna start going crazy. But I, I don't think so. No, no, and I know you guys got the Bills this Sunday, so you better yeah. better get that revenge for the Jets because they just blew it yesterday, but. I mean, the defense is what the main issue is for the Giants, though. I was watching the game yesterday. Dak Prescott, I mean, looked like Joe Montana out there. Let's see how he looks next week, you know? Yeah, the Giants definitely, um, like, the Cowboys especially, too, are, you can just tell, the, you know, the difference between teams. Yeah. The Giants are just way outclassed. I don't know. I was sitting there and I was watching the Jet game yesterday. I'm just thinking to myself, I said, this is like an amateur team. I mean, how slow of a pace the game was going. The conservative play on offense, which I mentioned a lot earlier, they weren't throwing down the field. I mean, they got one of the fastest receivers in the league known as Robbie Anderson. It would be nice if they used him once in a while, especially in yesterday's game. But Darnold overthrew him a few times yesterday, two times, I believe. But – I mean, the Jets just didn't even look like a competent football team out there. Yeah, for, for me personally, I feel like the Jets are uh, like the total opposite of the Giants. Like they, sh I feel like they have all the pieces, especially with all their uh, defensive pickups and additions off season. Mm -hmm. I feel like their defense is really good, but I, I just think it's the coaching. Oh, Adam Gaze. Yeah. Even back to like Todd Bowles, I think the coaching for the Jets has just been the disconnect because they've had the players. Even now, they definitely have the talent. Sam Darnold, I think, is going to be or should be a really good quarterback. And plus, like, obviously, Le'Veon Bell. 
played well yesterday. Yeah, if they didn't have him, you know, Le'Veon Bell, he was a gem for them. If he didn't, they didn't have him yesterday, they aren't getting that those extra eight points either. Because he got the two-point yeah, conversion. But, yeah, and that extra, what was it, the fourth down, too, Le'Veon Bell got that conversion for us, but it yeah. ended up turning into nothing. But I was saying this earlier on air. I said, I don't want Sam Darnold to turn into the next Geno Smith because – Back when we were in high school, Geno Smith was the quarterback, and I thought he had a solid first year, and I said, you know what? This kid could take off the second year, and he just went downhill immediately as soon as the second year came. I mean, interceptions after interceptions. I don't want to see that from Darnold. I don't think I will, but I brought it up earlier. I said I also thought uh, Geno's sophomore year was going to be good, and I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, especially all the way back to, like, Mark Sanchez. It's like two, like, early so good seasons they thought it would be like really something special you know back to back AFC championships but I feel like the common thing is just the for some reason the Jets just can't get like a constant head coach no for some reason I can just like put it together I wanted Mike McCarthy in the worst way but they went with Adam Gaze and I think they took him because you know inner division he was with the Dolphins so bringing him in may be a better idea but I don't know I was for Mike McCarthy Especially, uh, I feel like everybody's trying to get out of Miami at this point. Oh man, I, they're tanking. I I saw news on Twitter that what was it some of the Dolphin players even requested a trade after yesterday's game. Yeah, yeah, yesterday's game was rough. Oh man, Lamar Jackson put on a show yesterday, and Fitzpatrick, what's he on like his tenth team now? Yeah, Fitzpatrick um, somewhere still. Fun. Still can find a way to be a starting quarterback. Oh my! And, Ka- and Kaepernick's still out of the league. Yeah. Oh man. I, 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 I can't even believe that, especially with so many situations in the league, like with teams like the Dolphins or the or, Colts. Yeah, even teams like the Colts now, or even uh, the Jaguars now, it's got Nick Foles that Kaepernick can't even at least get a backup job at this point. But. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, it's just abysmal. But I mean. We got to see what happens, but you got the Bills this Sunday, and I got to see what my Jets do Monday night against the Browns. But I know we haven't talked in a while, so you're also a Brooklyn Nets fan, in which there was a lot, of, <laughs> there was a lot of things that went down this summer that you know just had me in a depre- a depression mood as a Knicks fan. But oh boy, and you made that nice conversion in freshman year and. Look! Look at what we have here. That you would have made the right, the right choice freshman year of high school to become a Nets fan instead of a Knicks fan. Oh boy! You know, usually people, um, you know, usually people leave teams and hop on bandwagons when you know the team's trash and you know you go to a good team. But when I left the Knicks, the Knicks were still like all right. I feel like yeah, they were. Like it was around, it was around the end of them being good, but. I I was going with the Nets and it, it started off good, had a little slump. But the past two years, I feel like uh, I really like the teams and just ever since you know the Paul Pierce KG thing, and then we were just bottom of the league because of it. But the way they rebuilt and then surprisingly this year is I didn't even think it would be possible to see Kevin Durant in a Nets jersey, uh, especially when I thought it was KD, Kyrie, Jimmy Butler to the Knicks for at least the whole last year. But uh, Yeah, and when news broke, too, supposedly it was a done deal months ago before it even happened. So, yeah. I mean, I got to see where my Knicks are going here. Apparently, the Never Never Land. But, I mean, R.J. Barrett is a safe pick with uh, the third pick. I, mean, I Oh, I remember those years. Oh man, I, I told I was saying it earlier. I said, you know, high school went by. I didn't see the Knicks make the playoffs. I didn't see the Jets make the playoffs. I said, years are going by here. You know, milestones are going by, and I still haven't seen my teams even reach the playoffs. Oh my goodness. I feel like New York teams, except for uh, the Giants, 
are definitely on an upswing, like the end of rebuilding, because everybody, the Mets, uh, have a really good team. The Mets have like a solid foundation. I feel like they still need to try to find an all-star in one of these off-seasons. For some reason, they can't land one. And the Jets especially, I think, uh, could be uh, like like the same situation like the Chargers are in the AFC. I feel like the Jets in the NFC, or the Jets could possibly do that also in the AFC. Well, things are going to get even more harder for us now. I'm sure you know, as well as all the other sports fans around the league here, that in addition to the Patriots team with Antonio Brown, oh, does it ever end? You know, especially after last night, how good the Patriots looked without him. Oh, my God. They destroyed like the Steelers. Destroyed them. So, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, if, I looked a couple days ago at some, uh, some posts on Twitter, and someone posted the, the receivers Tom Brady was going to last year when Julian Allen was uh, suspended. Mm-hmm. And it was like a list, it was a list led by, like, Phil Forsett and, like, a bunch of other bums that I had no idea uh. who they were. But now you look at it, and it's going to be Antonio Brown, Julian Allen, and Josh Gordon, Demarius Thomas. And it's just like... Uh, like, you can't even believe that yeah. <laughs> a team like that's even around, especially in the NFL. And I think about this every year. When is he retiring? And what what more does he have left to prove? You know what I mean? It's just going on and yeah. on and on. But I, I really I really don't know what to do here as a Jet fan with that team. Just constantly on the uprise when you think they're on the decline. Especially when you play games like that. Yesterday, it's like the age doesn't really show with Tom Brady. No, you could you could already mark down two losses in the loss column for the Jets. You know, I I don't even see that even showing up. So we can count them out as zero and three. But let's see what happens along the rest of the way here. I mean, at least you have the ball for Uh, yeah. We'll 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 go two we'll go two and fourteen this year. Oh man. And I, I just can't take it anymore, you know. I, f- I felt like this was our year to make the playoffs with the additions we made in the offseason, but we need corners. And I said this at the beginning of the free agency. And that kicker, too. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the kicker. Uh, I feel like the Jets always have a problem with their kickers. They do. They were switching them up year after year. But we finally had one last year in the Pro Bowler, Jason Myers, and they cut him. They didn't. They didn't re-sign him, and I'm just thinking to myself, I don't know why they didn't bring him back. Because now we're paying the repercussions for it. Oh my God. But I, I just don't know what's gonna happen here. I mean, we just gotta see it play out. But uh, t- tell me more, uh, Conti, about what's going on in Texas. You know, uh, how, how's it down there more, and how's college been going? You know, it's been going all right. Uh, I'm just, you know, taking everything slow. Yeah. Uh, enjoying life right now, but, you know, especially being down in Texas. Uh, for my first, like, two years down here, I worked at a, like, local grocery store chain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every Sunday, you know, especially being the only Giants fan in a sea of, you know, Cowboys. Oh, my. Players. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even put yeah. two and two together for that. Oh, man. Yeah, so there's definitely, you know, especially with how the Giants have been since I've been down here. Yeah. Uh, which is just total trash. It's been pretty brutal. But, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty good down here. I'm in Austin, and uh, it's definitely a lot different than, uh, you know, Connecticut or even the East Coast. Yeah, staying safe down there. I know there's a lot of there's all those shootings going on down there too. Yeah, that I haven't had to really worry about that, you know. God forbid, right now. Yeah. Uh, just because Texas is so big, so even though uh, there's been like two shootings in Texas, it's like uh, still like five hours away from me because Texas is so huge. So. But yeah, it's crazy out right now. Yeah, it's, it's craziness going around the world. Have you have you stayed in touch with anyone from high school or nah? Uh, I keep up with you know people here and there. 
the oh, same yeah. guys. I think we, we texted at the beginning of the summer. I got sidetracked because I was going to, you know, come chill with you guys uh, over the summer. But, I mean, I got too sidetracked. Like, I even forgot. I want to apologize for that because I was supposed to uh, follow up back with you. But things got, like, too hectic this summer. I had so much going on with the shows. and Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, even, even being back there because uh, mostly – Everybody's being you know, kind of stuck around like the East Coast area. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm back here, I'm like the only one that you know usually isn't uh, still like working or at a job. Mm-hmm. So like even getting everybody together to do something in the summer is like pretty difficult. Damn. Yeah, I I haven't really stayed in touch with most people. I think you. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much just keep in touch with, like, the, you know, the same core people, like, uh, like Michael, Cameron, uh, even Super Mikey, Zach. I mean, I came down here with Zach the first year, but, uh, he went back to Stanford. Oh, really? I remember you guys were supposed to room together, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember we met two other people the first year, but he went back. Wow. So, so yeah, besides that, uh... I mean, it's here and there, you know, especially in Stanford, I'll see people around, uh, you know, small town. I heard the mall's going out of business in Stanford. Is that true? Uh, yeah, apparently they're, uh, they're putting, they're, like, expanding the Norwalk Mall. Uh-huh. And then they're using that mall for, uh, like, Stanford, UConn, something, like, dorms or something. Wow. because yeah, I know they're finally building a Norwalk Mall now. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's wild. Times have changed, man. I'll tell you that. They're going by fast. It's yeah, crazy. It. Yeah, it even feels like I'm in Texas, like probably like eight months out of the year. So like even going back, it feels like different, you know. Yeah. Feels like weird. I don't I don't miss the days of high school, getting up at freaking the crack of dawn, getting on that school bus and just going to the Trinity every morning. Oh man, I don't. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't miss that place one bit, man. Yeah, but, but even now it's like uh, it's like I could I can't I could barely get up for like a ten o'clock class. And I'm like, how am I? How how is I getting up for like uh, at like six thirty to go to school at seven? Yeah, and all yeah. all those days. Like I'm just I, I just got out of class now. Oh really? So I caught you at the right time. Wow, everything happens yeah. for a reason. That's wild. No, but I I think Trinity I heard they renovated, so everything's completely different. Yeah, they're renovating. I mean, they're having trouble, uh, you know, just with enrollment keeping doors open because uh, my brother transferred there the year we graduated, mm-hmm. so he graduated this past um, school year, and uh, I mean apparently they get to go for this upcoming year, but. Uh, it's possible within the next, like, two or three years that, like, it could totally just be shut down. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Because they got, like, I heard, uh, they had, like, barely even, like, 150 kids in the entire school. Really? And we had a huge class. I think we had, like. Yeah, we had, like, near, we had, like, near 100. But, like, they can, they're getting their, they're, like, uh, separate with enrollment now, so. Wow. That's surprising. Especially, didn't they, like, ex- like, sink it down the middle school and the high school and the one? Is that how it went? In the one yeah. school? And they can only get 150 yeah, I mean, students. That, that, that'll possibly now, because uh, they've made sort of, like, a farm system. Mm. Where, so they got the... It's, like, called, like, Catholic Academy, so it's, like, kindergarten through eighth grade, so it's, like, you know, they funnel kids right into Trinity, because before, it's, like, you know, especially you, you went to All Saints, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you going to All Saints, or me going to, like, uh, St. Mellors and McKinney, it's, like, you know, kids with, you know, random kids are coming to Trinity from all around, so they can really, like, depend on that every single year to happen, so they've created, like, a almost like farm system into the high school. So. Jeez. 
I can't even remember. Do you remember any good times from high school, to be honest? I, I can't remember too many. Good times. Definitely. Uh, when the 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 lunch times, the lunch room. Yeah, just like uh, you know, random stuff with like sports. Uh, uh, you know, just pictures and stuff like that. I feel like for high school, especially, it's like the more important thing is uh, you know, just like different people you meet or like friends that you have for uh, a long time after high school that outlive it. Yeah. So, so like obviously. Uh, just high school alone, uh, definitely better now, 100%. Oh, yeah, I agree. College, you're just independent, you know, you're on your own time. Yeah. I, I don't have to wear the damn uniforms anymore. <laughs> All those damn uniforms. Yeah, me especially, uh, like, being all the way out here living on my own, it's like a totally different place. Yeah. That's a big adjustment, too. Connecticut to Texas, too, that's a far away. Because, you know, I could just drive back home to Connecticut and be like an hour from the Queens. It's not it's not that far. Yeah, I mean, it was rough at first because I, like, when I moved down here, I literally just got off the plane and, like, that's it. Like, I got to, because uh, I, I went the whole community college thing first year around to get state tuition, so I had to, you know, live off campus and stuff. So I pretty much had to move into apartment and, uh, you know, find a job, and I didn't have a car at first, so I kind of depended on, like, public transportation stuff, but now I have, uh, I brought my car down, and, you know, I'm pretty much adjusted, so everything, everything is, uh, normal and good at this point. That's good. Wait, what's your major? Uh, computer science. Computer science, okay. Yeah. How, how many years are you going to do? You're going to do four or five, you think? College. Um, I'm not sure because uh, I feel like it'll probably be like maybe like four and a half or five because I want to uh I want to eventually do like a semester abroad. Okay. But uh, yeah, maybe like because uh, I'm not really uh, rushing or anything. Like the main reason I came down to Austin specifically is um just because given my major in computer science, there's a lot more uh, connections I can make and opportunities after college. Mm. So I'm not really, like, rushing to get out of college like some people. Mm. Uh, I'm just kind of going to go with the floor right now. So, Conti, I also know that you were a hip-hop guy in high school, too, but how do you feel about the music state in hip-hop right now? Yeah, uh, I mean, definitely in high school, but... I would say towards the end of senior year, and especially now, I'm pretty uh, heavy into it. Mm -hmm. uh, more like new age stuff. I, I I'm not that brushed up on old stuff, but I'm mm -hmm. trying to you know I'm trying to learn as I go. But uh, I I mean I even feel like now uh, with certain because like when I go home and my brother uh, you know puts stuff up on the off, then I even have sometimes no idea of. Uh, you know what I'm hearing, but yeah. uh, you know, I feel like because a lot of people, you know, don't like the current age or whatever. But I feel like there, I feel like especially now, there's definitely hip hop's such a wide. Uh, there's so many like subgenres of rap at this point mm. that there's like a little bit for everyone. Like even even someone like me, it's like I can I'll go listen to you know Young Thug's new album. Or Player Cards and Album, Travis Scott's new album. But at the same time, I'm waiting for, you know, uh, you know, someone like uh, Benny the Butcher's album or, you know, anybody from Griselda Conway, uh, Left Eye Gun, or, you know, any like lyricists, you know, Joey Badass, J. Cole, Kendrick. Uh, so I feel like they, there's a lot of variety to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I feel like hip hop's in a pretty good place right now mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited for you know how it continues to grow with uh, you know streaming and everything and especially down here in Texas because I, I can really get out to most shows you know up in Connecticut unless you're going to New York mm -hmm. 
but down here in Austin, I have a lot more opportunity to go see, you know, hip-hop artists live, uh, whether it be at their shows or music festivals or on tour. So, uh, yeah, I've definitely got a lot more into it. I, uh, I like, tune into you guys every now and then just to see if I can, you know, pick up on anybody new just because I'm always looking for uh, someone new to listen to or mm. someone to check out. You know, you know my shows, baby. It's not based on. It's all based on the old school hip hop. I try to keep yeah, that. Yeah, old school, but even uh, uh, when I mean old school, I mean like just music that came out back then. Mm. Uh, I'm not really brushed up on because I didn't start listening to music till later on, so I wasn't uh, listening to music when all the stuff came out. So for me to listen to it, I'd really have to go back and listen to it. Yeah. But even like older artists. You know, putting stuff out now, like Nas put out Lost Tapes 2, you know, I took that out. Oh, that album's so fire. Even like, even, like, older artists putting out uh, new stuff now, it's like, I'll, I'll still listen to that. Yeah, Lost Tapes 2, definitely check that out. That was fire. Um, yeah, or even, uh, you know, Rick Ross, Quarter Miami 2 came out also. Yeah. You know, just doing stuff like that, you know. I know a big craze over social media going around was the top 50 list. I'm not going to ask you for your top 50. We'll be here till I don't know, Christmas. Uh, but if you could name your top five, what would it be of all time? Yeah, uh, this is like a big, because I'm a pretty close listener on the Joe Budden podcast, so mm-hmm. this is definitely, you know, with Joe Budden being number three, this is definitely, uh, you know, I heard a lot about this everywhere. But, uh, uh, I don't really know. I don't feel like I could give an accurate of all time, mm-hmm. uh, just because I I haven't really listened to you know everybody. It's like uh like I don't go uh, like I won't go listen to a rock album and like critique it or tell my friend about like oh this rock this rock album or this heavy metal album is really good because I'm just, I don't really listen to that music. Yeah. But I'd say like my personal top five. Uh. And, like, what is this based on? Is this, like, rapper, like, rapping ability or, like, artist or... Okay, uh, yeah, we can start rapping ability. Rapping ability? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, like I said, I, w- I want to say, like, uh, you know, just pure, just based off of pure rap. A top five, I'd say like uh, around number five, I'd put, uh, I'd say, uh, I would say, you know, currently, my top five, uh, Griselda as a whole, but if I had to, like, see one person, I'd probably say, like, Benny the Butcher's my favorite out of those. Okay, that's unique, a lot of people... You know, RAs don't even know who Benny the Butcher is. They'll know who Little Yachty is, but Benny Butcher is a lyrical person out there, yeah? Yeah, no, Benny the Butcher, the place I met UP was probably probably one of my favorite projects this year, but... That's fire. Definitely a good project. But, uh, number four, I'd probably say someone like, uh... Maybe like a, a Joey Badass type. Mm. Probably like Joey Badass, honestly. And then number three, uh, I want to say someone like a J. Cole. Okay. Uh, number two, it's like tough because uh, rap is such like a wide thing. It's like. I could put I could put someone like a Black Thought there because he's just like a crazy rapper. Oh, Black Thought from the Roots, he's a beast on the mic. Yeah, he's just like a crazy rapper, or uh, you know, Andre 3000, Earl Sweatshirt, uh, or just like some crazy lyricist. But uh, did you see Black Thought's freestyle on Funk Flex? Yeah, that was crazy. He went in on that. But now I'll, I'll probably say, uh, uh, yeah, I'll probably say someone like a, like an Earl Sweatshirt. Okay. And then number, w- number one, I feel like it's Hendrix. Okay. Because, uh, he 
he's not only a crazy good rapper, but he just uh, makes just really good uh, uh, music. Mm. But, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know how official uh, Top 5 is just because I'm, I haven't really listened to anything, so I put a big asterisk next to my Top 5, like, that's it. <laughs> don't try to, don't try to kill me over it, because mm. I, I still, I still got a lot to listen to, but yeah. It's solid. I mean, Joe Bud- Joe Budden wasn't in your top five, so yeah, I won't be I yeah. won't be killing that tonight. I mean, I, everyone I've had on the show, they haven't said that Joe Budden's been three, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, especially for me, because I first started listening or just knowing Joe Budden from when he was uh, had his like complex show Everyday Struggle with Academics or even his podcast now. Oh yeah. So. Like, when I hear him rapping, it's just, like, weird just because I've heard him just talk normally so much and his rap voice is very similar to how he talks. Yeah. So it's just a, it's weird for me, honestly, to listen to. Hmm. Well, Conti, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. If there's anything else you want to add, get it out on the airwaves now, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, cool to catch up uh, with everything. Uh... You know, I feel like we we just uh, you know keep in touch because we're we have very similar uh, interests, whether it be the football, basketball, hip hop, uh, you know, stuff like that. So it's easy to keep up and talk, even though we're so different. You know, you being a Jets fan, me being a Giants fan, you know, you're more into older hip hop. I uh, listen to more new hip hop. Even though we're so different, I feel like uh, it's like a good uh, combination. I appreciate you calling in, Conti, and um, well, give them your socials. Where can they follow you out on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that? But I guess uh, I mean I don't, I don't really post anything. Uh, so I guess uh, you know just Christian underscore content on Instagram, but I don't really post much. Like I said, so I guess just uh, that's it. That's it. All right, Conti, and uh, maybe I'll follow up with you again, and we can have you call into another show and talk about the Giants in the upcoming weeks here too. Yeah, maybe. Maybe around, um, uh, like, in the winter when I'm back, closer to playoffs, maybe I'll come up and we'll uh, just talk about, you know, playoffs and when it's closer to time, whatever it's good. Oh, for sure. Oh, you want to come in studio, right? Uh, yeah. Whatever's cool, whatever's good. Oh, for sure, be bro. Down. You'd be down to come in and I'd be down to have you in. You know that. All right, Conti. I want you to take care. All right, buddy? All right. All right, Conti. I'll see you, bro. All right, peace. Peace, bro. And that was Christian Conti, one of my friends from high school, called in here.